Hello and welcome to the Lay Market Podcast. We're back, baby. Season two, episode four. Episode forty-four. Episode just episode four. Don't listen to Michael. The host, That's right. I'm only the co-host. Don't the, listen to me. The, the host says, "Do not listen to Michael." <laughs> Michael is the co-host. He has stepped down from the host position. The eternal struggle. He has relinquished the. Because uh, I got the coronavirus, the belt. bro. Yeah, the coronavirus. <laughs> So, um, yeah, very, very interesting things happening here just within the last week, uh, the past two weeks especially. I'm sure if you're listening to this now, you you absolutely know about the craziness that has been going on. Um, And uh, I guess we're just here today to shoot the shit a little bit and pick each other's brains on this whole matter, give you guys something to think about. Uh, So, Michael... What are your thoughts on all this stuff? I, I feel like you're the expert because you, you sit up late at night and research all this <laughs> shit, and I know you do. <laughs> Dude, all I do is play video games. I don't even do anything anymore. <laughs> don't lie to the people, do Adam. Anymore. So what, what was your first take on this when this uh, was announced? Like, to, let, Let's rewind. Let's go back a month when you first heard about it breaking out in China. I, you know, I, I didn't really think much of it. I don't. I don't really follow the news, and I don't, you know, just uh, b- besides whatever pops up on social media platform that I'm on. But I don't, I don't watch the news. I don't like really dive into subject matter like you do when it comes to that kind of stuff. So it was, I don't know. I didn't really think much of it. I guess it was just uh, another thing out there that was going to get you. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit, the minute I heard about it, I got into it right away, and I started following it. Well, and, you like that kind of shit, though. Yeah, it, and it like when I first heard about it, I wasn't really worried about it at all. But then the more I heard about it and how fast it was spreading over there, that really got to me. And then that brings us here today, where it, it's things are closing, everything's canceled, everything's closed. But I guess like even rewinding two weeks ago. I was talking to people about it as I was tattooing them, and I was telling them, I was like, this, this is going to get serious, in my opinion. And a lot of people seem to just kind of, eh, it's not that big of a deal. It's just the flu. It'll pass when it gets warm out. And I had, you know, diving into it a little bit, I had already understood kind of like it definitely was not the flu. Um, it's more of like the SARS-related stuff where it uh, um, gets into your lungs and it kind of fucks you up that way. But... I think part of the problem, not with like this kind of epidemic, but it it seems like our society kind of has like this chicken little complex where, you know, the sky's always falling and it's from like one thing to the next thing to the next thing. So it's like, it's hard to know what to take seriously. And it's hard to know like if this is really something I should, you know, watch out for or if it's like chicken little like it's like okay yeah so i think that was kind of like why a lot of people were you know apprehensive because there's so much shit out there it's hard to see that it's there's not enough time in the day to worry about everything in life so you know you got to pick your poison pick your battle and i i think now people are realizing how big of an issue this is but i mean and more so like everybody has been saying and what i've been reading clogging up the healthcare systems and clogging up the hospitals and which i can see you know i mean that could that could become a major issue you know not oh. not people dropping dead on the street but 
you know, people getting into the hospitals for real emergency shit, aside from just the seriousness of this coronavirus stuff. Absolutely. Kelsey has a sinus infection right now, and they told her not even to come in. Holy shit. They just uh, had the doctor call her, and they did it all over the telephone, and that's it. So it's like... You know, the other thing that struck me last week is, like, once things started getting closed down and canceled, you know, leading up to today where every sports event has been canceled. Yeah. They held the MMA fights in a fucking totally empty arena over the weekend, which was nuts. Uh, the The Formula One races are canceled. Uh, you know, schools are closing down. But I think this might change our society and how we interact with businesses and people and doctors forever after this. Because I don't think we've ever seen something like this. No, absolutely not. I mean, definitely not as long as I've been alive, but no. nothing that I could recall throughout history, or at least our recent history. What, what I think is interesting is seeing like what businesses are still trying to operate when you know they shouldn't. Yeah. Like, like you said, like, Sporting has been canceled. Well, WrestleMania is still not canceled yet. They're supposed to be the first weekend of April. It'll get canceled. Here's the thing. Like, I know it will, but like I was telling you earlier, my buddy tried to get refunds on his tickets, and they told him, no, Ticketmaster would not cancel it. That's right. You should uh, rehash the story really quick. I find find this extremely interesting. So WrestleMania, uh, me and my buddy go like every year. That's kind of like our thing we do. So It's still real to them. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's my buddy, me, and his dad. And me and his dad just talk shit the whole time. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's in Tampa this year. And um, so my buddy works for a hospital. And they basically told him, like, hey, if you go on a trip, out of state and come back you have to take 15 days off and then you know with everything going on and everything closing and i was like yeah we shouldn't go and he goes okay well i hope they give you my money back and i was like well they should he goes i bought the ticket insurance you know through Ticketmaster, and it says on there if there's like a national kind of pandemic or whatever you want to call this that they'll give you your money back only he called them and they're like no we're not giving your money back this is not a a good enough reason to refund these tickets and it's nuts and it's nuts that vince mcmahon has not um canceled it yet considering the fact that wrestlemania draws two to three times the amount of people that you know a, a football event does or an mma event does I mean, when they had it in Texas, they drew 110,000 people, I think. And they had it at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. So it's like you you hear about this, and then there's big business people that are like, no, nah, we're still going to still gonna do it. So I mean, it, to date, I think it's like the biggest, biggest money-making fucking event out there as far as theater goes or live theater. Right. You well, know, how that's would you, what it is. How would you feel, too, if you are coming from Europe? Because they have a huge following that comes over and now they're not even allowed in the country and Ticketmaster's still saying like hey this is not a good enough reason to get your money back but yet they have that on their website if there's a pandemic they'll give you it's in like the clauses of the the like when you buy the ticket insurance so So it's fucking yeah it's weird it's crazy yeah the other thing that quickly became apparent to me was 
all the businesses that are kind of running by the seat of their pants are definitely going to be exposed, I think, if things keep going the way they are. And personally, I think that it's still going to get worse before it gets any better, which sucks. And I hope I'm wrong about that. I hope it gets better right away, but it doesn't look like it's going to be the case because there still are people pushing, like you said, to keep stuff running when they shouldn't keep stuff running. Oh, let's be honest. No one wants to give money back. You know what I mean? I do if it means life or death, you know? Well, okay. I I mean, if you're big business, you don't want to give money back. Most big businesses don't give a shit, I don't think. It's like they don't – Yeah. they want to keep it. Yeah. No one likes to, you know – how many millions did did he have in ticket sales already? And he doesn't want to just no. Oh, here you go, have it back. Yeah. So it's it's he, nuts. I think small businesses are really going to feel this. Absolutely. I think people that are independent contractors are really going to feel this. Yep. Um, Aside from from tattoo artists, I think you know, like we were talking about earlier, you know, World War Three could break out. There could be a zombie apocalypse, and people would still be banging at the door. Yeah, man, you got to get your tats to keep track of how many zombies you killed. Can I get my tattoo done today? <laughs> so, do you remember uh, when they made uh, God? Oh, it just slipped my brain. It was a zombie game, Resident Evil. Yeah. When they made the first movie, mm-hmm. and she like walks out of the hospital, and it's all the cars. It was at the end, I think. All the cars are there, and she's like in her night. Dude, every day I open my door to come to work, I'm like, it's going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to open the door, and shit's just going to be everywhere. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you, you, when and when all this shit first went down, you know, my wife was like, what do you think about all this? She's like, are you scared? Are you afraid? Like, it's like I, you know, it's not the coronavirus that I'm afraid of. It's people that i'm afraid of acting irrationally and we've seen we've gotten a small sample of that yeah just with the hoarding of products you know i mean look at look at some of these people but they're they're walking out of target or walmart or wherever they're shopping with three carts of toilet paper you know and it's like what the fuck are you doing what the fuck are you doing or that guy um where was it in tennessee they own the family farm the guy him and his brother went around buying all the hand sanitizer and shit like that from the states around and then finally they got called out on it now they're a whole now he's like oh we're giving it away we're helping people but they were gouging people on amazon oh were they like reselling it yeah they 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 got their amazon account shut down i i've only read snippets of it i honestly don't know the whole story behind it but from the the snippets that i read it didn't seem like it was very good i tell you what the way this is going every day i go in the bathroom and go in the closet i see that uh costco size uh stack of Charmin toilet paper. I'm like, I'm a fucking rich man, baby. This is Charmin. <laughs> the comfy double ply. Yeah. 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 Well, none of that poverty one ply <laughs> shit, man. Uh, yeah. Even more than that, even the, the tattoo conventions that are getting canceled. It, yeah. You know, the, they first started canceling conventions over in Europe. And I don't know who I was talking to. I was like, yeah, they're going to start can- canceling conventions here. And somebody's like, nah, they won't cancel them here. Yeah, the Chicago one's done. Yeah. Which is is interesting. Yeah, Italy's pretty much shut down. I follow some uh, Italian tattoo artists, and they're just like, yep, doors are closed till further notice. That's crazy. And what baffles me is, like, I guess I'm trying to think, like, if we had to shut this shop down, you know, Mm -hmm. if shit got worse, is the landlord still going to expect you to pay rent? 
I'm pretty sure he would. Yeah, I mean, it's like, so what the fuck are you supposed to do? That's about it. That's you know, I mean, I and I guess that's where what you were saying about the loans. I can't remember. Either. Oh yeah, I'd, and whether or not there's any truth to that, I just saw on a Facebook that uh, a stylist in Minnesota was saying that they were talking about shutting down um, or temporarily suspending salons and and um, hairstyling, whatever you want to technically call it. And then they were saying that the state was going to offer loans to these people to help pay their bills in the meantime. So, which is totally another fucking. At what interest rate? Right. Or no interest. Well, and if it's true, it's like the state's shutting you down and then the state's going to give you money to pay back. So it's fucking, I don't know. <laughs> it seems weird, man. This, yeah. this, this is so strange. This is so, so strange. I think this is like one of them clauses that nobody ever thought about until now because yeah. it's happening. And Like what the fuck do you do? Right. What do we do? What What you know. do you do? It's It's almost like you can't. It's almost like you just have to press pause on everything. If you want things to continue as they have been and you don't want anybody fucking going belly up or, or sinking, it's almost like you have to say, okay, let's just press pause on everything. Everything. Let this blow over for two weeks, three weeks, a month if need be, and then let's go back and just start over. Right. And, and in theory, that is what should happen. Yeah. But there's just shitty people out there. Yeah, it's not going to. Right. I mean, I I could come to you and say, hey, you know, we're shutting down. And you could tell me, okay, put it on pause, we'll resume. You could go to the owner of the building and he could say, put it on pause. But at some point down this line, some the next person who's owed money is going to say, no, I want my fucking money. You know what they, I mean? They very well might. They very well might. You know, and, and but... Again, look at, you know, just like those, the, the people that went around and bought all the hand sanitizer and the wipes, you know, eventually they got called out on their fucking bullshit yeah. in a time of crisis. You're going to find out who, who to do business with and who not to. Yep. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know what? You're right about that too. I think this is, this is really going to expose people that really care and people that just don't give two shits yep. and they just want to get fucking paid and they, they don't care how long of a how long the news could be you know i mean it doesn't matter to them that's going to be interesting that's an interesting i you know this is this is very uh wow yeah and the list of things that you would think would happen in your career like oh you know i fell down and broke a wrist or something and i can't tattoo like a pandemic shutting your shop down it's not one of them. fuck no <laughs> one of them fuck that i no. ever thought of I mean, this is literally like something out of a movie right now. This is like the beginning of yeah. like an Resident apocalyptic Evil, movie. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know. And apparently one shop has closed their doors here in Minnesota. That I know of, yeah. That like openly kind of came out yeah. and, and said it. Um, but I'm sure there's more artists that are just like, you know, I've seen a lot of a lot of artists say, "Hey, we're we're gonna go by appointment only. Yep. Only bring yourself into the studio. Yep. Uh, don't bring don't bring your family. Don't bring your friends. Don't bring a fucking entourage. Don't bring anybody who's obviously sick. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Yeah, I mean, which is common sense, but you know, not that common. Um, that is valid. Yeah, yeah. So uh, notice if you're listening to this. Now, and you have an appointment coming up with me or a consultation or anybody else at the studio for that matter, bring yourself. 
Yeah. You don't need an entourage. Ask for the coronavirus discount with Adam. Yes, ask <laughs> for running the coronavirus. running yeah, yeah, you'll get a free <laughs> high five. I will actually high five you with my bare hand. Uh, he'll cough in his hand first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see what changes come, the, come from this when it's all said and done. You know what I mean? Like what kind of state of emergency plans get put into place and and, and kind of what clauses businesses might start implementing. Well, I mean... Because if it happened once, it's going to happen again. Absolutely. Now, yeah. it has to. I mean, it's the, 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 that barrier has been broken. Yeah. Where we now know the... That it's a possibility. Yeah. Those yeah. zombie movies weren't lying, bro. Fuck no. <laughs> no, they were not. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next few weeks. I think if, uh, if if you had to forecast, what would you say? Project yourself for a, a month from now. I don't even know. Like, because if it gets warmer out, that's not even going to help, is it? No. According to what I've read, it's not going to matter if it gets warmer out. Okay. Like I said, a lot of people are like, oh, once it's like the flu, it's going to go away. Right. But, um, because, see, that's what I've heard, too, is like they're, that that's what everyone's banking on is that when it gets warmer out, It'll kind of taper everything off then, but the, I don't. Yeah, the, the few specialists that I've listened to have said absolutely not. They kind of confirmed what I kind of suspected at first, which sucks because that doesn't make me feel good, you know, that it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I think that's kind of the hard part, too, is nobody really knows yet. Like, nobody knows what's going to happen. So you, you, you know, have 10 different experts, and they're all – trying to give you their opinion based on what they've seen and been through in life and so it's tough it's it's really one of those you're on the ride and you're gonna stay on it until you know it pulls back into the station and that's it so and then it really comes down to the people and how they act and react right i i think the only sure thing that we really know is kind of like what age brackets are most affected by it it seems like the elderly and and like young young are kind of like so far yeah yeah yeah, yeah so far so, yeah who knows who knows what it, it's it's crazy yeah i think this is definitely going to change um the way people put on tattoo conventions for sure and the backup plans for those and i'm i i would also assume that at some point there's going to be there's going to each state is going to have to put together some kind of a committee for this, you know, and have some kind of funding ready to go or emergency funding. To have like, or, a, like a readiness committee almost. Yeah, something, you know, because it's like it, we got, you know, I mean, our country basically got caught with their pants down, right. so to speak. Well, I think the whole world got caught with their pants yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Nobody, you know, just totally wide open doors for this thing to come in and spread out. I just, I think people didn't realize how fast it could go from China all the way to here, but... I mean, you know, all it takes is one person on a business trip comes back on an airplane, and then everyone on the airplane gets it. So it's. Have you seen the videos? The like the the one video of the lady on the airplane where they put her in a headlock for coughing on one of the stewardesses. No. Holy shit, man! Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I mean, you you if you want to see the world falling apart or make you know if you want to think that the world's falling apart, go on the internet for a while and just watch some some videos on YouTube and shit like that. I mean, I, I 
I'm a big podcast guy, so I've listened to like all our podcasts, and they're like, "Man, you can't even cough in public anymore because people look at you weird." Yeah, <laughs> it's no joke. I was like, "That's true. That's you no just... joke at all." It'll be interesting. So, what do you think these tattoo conventions are going to do? Are they going to refund the money, or are they just going to say, "Hey, we'll just reschedule it to a later date"? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they should. You know, they should refund the money. Because if I was an artist. And I signed up for Chicago, we'll just say, because that's the one I know that got canceled. Mm-hmm. I'd want my money back. I don't want someone holding on to seven, $800 plus. Depending you kinda, on I mean, you kind of have to give it back. Right. You're not, you know, or think about the Paris convention that got canceled. What if you had a flight lined up and a hotel booked and a car rental? You know, I mean, what if you did one of the package things and you didn't put insurance on your fucking trip? You know, that's what? A good fifteen hundred dollars, right? Can there. they get? Can promoters get insurance on their event? So if something like comes up like this, that someone will cover it, or are they just pretty much? I would assume you would have to have some kind of insurance to throw an event, right? Well, I could see like liability insurance as far as like someone gets a tattoo there and it gets fucked up. But I just, I guess, I kind of mean like special event insurance, where almost like they have terrorism insurance now, where where if you have the coverage on your business and someone flies a plane into your building, your shit's covered. But if you opt out of it, then you're not covered. Yeah, I, I guess, I mean, I, I, that's something that I would look for. I wouldn't want to piss off a ton of tattoo artists and people. Right. You know, I'd want to be covered. Yeah, because, I mean, you want, you, well, not only that, but if you spent all that money in merchandise yeah, to, to promote the show and advertisements, and then for some reason you can't have it in that building anymore, it'd be nice to have something there to... To have your back, to fall back on. Yeah. I should ask my mom. She was in the insurance business for her life, so. I would I would have to assume that there's something. There's some kind of option. She always used to tell me you could pretty damn near much insure anything and everything. You just got to find the right person willing to do it, so. I mean, wouldn't you if you were a promoter of a show? You're putting on a big tattoo show and somebody, an insurance agent approached you and was like, listen, you should well, probably put insurance on this thing yeah. in case it doesn't happen. So that way you don't go belly up. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it only takes one time, and that's it. Yeah. Especially the Chicago show. It's huge. It's a massive show. <clears throat> Number of artists there alone. And, I mean, I can't I can't speak for the promoter, but I would imagine that it's not like he gets all the booth rent and just sits on it and holds it. I'm, I'm assuming that he's using some of that to fund other projects that he's got going on, you know what I mean? Yeah. It takes capital and make capital, so... Yeah, I'm not saying you're just blowing it all away, but you know, I got to imagine he's he's that money's going somewhere. It's probably not just sitting around. So and then it's yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, this is this is one of those situations, man. It's like the the one thing that we didn't think could possibly happen in our lifetimes is happening right now. Well, then you think about, too, like artists who have taken deposits for tattoos and now, you know, what the fuck do you do? Yeah, especially if the state gets involved and says no more salons, no more tattooing. You know, you'd have to, again, you'd have to, okay, no more dental appointments. Right. Where do you draw that line? Where where does the no more stop, you know? And if they do that, then it goes back to that thing. Does everybody just put shit on pause? Or does everybody expect to be paid even though you can't work? Or it's a state pandemic or it's a... To me, I expect the worst. So I'm assuming that 
you know, the people that I owe money to are still going to want that money. And I, I think the burden of responsibility almost falls on the state then at that point. If they're telling you you can't work, then they're going to have to figure out, okay, well, how are, how are we going to help support these people that we're shutting down and closing down for X amount of time? Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not saying give me free money, but if it means that I go work for the state somewhere to make money or I'm, you know what I mean? They Some kind of supplemental. Right, right. Yeah. They're going to have to do something. Yeah. Another, yeah. Another interesting thing that's come of all this is to see people online, Facebook especially, which is just funny to browse through. Grain of salt, that place. Yeah. If I, if I have a few minutes, I'm, I'm warming up on the treadmill at the gym. I'll scroll through Facebook and read some of the craziness that's going on there. But it's funny to see some people blaming people for this. And it, it's very interesting how mad people are singling out certain people and saying, oh, it's this person's fault or it's this person's fault. Yeah. Or it's, and it's like, man. Well, everyone wants someone to blame for it. I mean, not everybody, but there's, I mean, there's a few people that are, they're, they're trying to pass the blame. And it's like, you can't, this, this is bound to happen. Right. You know, it's like nobody could have seen this coming like this. There, I take it back. There's uh, there's one guy that wrote a book that kind of predicted this happening specifically from China, which is very fucking interesting <laughs> because of the food markets. But to blame one person or try and put the blame on one person, I think that's pretty short-sighted and silly. It's at this point, it, it's kind of cause and effect. For every cause, there you know there, yeah. there's an effect, and then they're they're trying to react to that effect, and then it's. Just daisy chains everything. So, how do you feel about people making runs on all the stores to clean them out? I, I guess that's tough because I like to buy in bulk in general, just because I don't like I don't like running out of shit. I like to have a uh, a little nest egg, and I think that came because of tattooing when it never fails you always run out of something or break something right when you need it when it comes to tattooing so you know i i haven't felt the the burden of that yet because you know, i mean everything that people are going for i have a shit ton at home anyways so um but yeah it's kind of ridiculous i think it's ridiculous when like people have newborn kids and they can't get baby wipes because people can't find toilet paper so now they're buying baby wipes and so it yeah it's that yeah side note if you're going to the store buying half the shelf of toilet paper you're probably a fucking asshole what is the reasoning for it i have no clue it makes no sense it makes it doesn't make any sense to me you know i mean it's it's just pure silliness. I mean, you could go outside. Nature's got toilet paper. You just pick it from the tree. That too. But I've also seen people online in our state recently. I took a screenshot of a couple of them so I could show you this later. Okay. Of people reselling toilet paper and hand sanitizer for triple the price They're on getting, Facebook, well, I mean, on fucking eBay. On It's silly. It's just crazy. You know. As bad as this sounds, but you know, it's supply and demand. They got the <laughs> they got the supply, and there's people out there that really, really need it. 
So it's business 101, man. <laughs> Side note, if you guys need toilet paper, Michael is hoarding quite <laughs> a bit. Good stuff. <laughs> my favorite I, my favorite meme was uh, it was a picture of an MRE, and he goes, if you can't find toilet paper, just eat a couple of these because they'll stop you up for a month. Oh, no. <laughs> It's like so true. Uh, yeah, it's. I don't know, man. I think when this is all said and done, we'll probably get some good laughs out of all of it. But. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, the upside is is the the measures that have been taken so far seem to be working. Well, it's the only thing you, you can know. do. I mean, what they're doing makes sense. You yeah. know how do you how do you stop something spreading that's from human contact? Well, you just stop human contact yeah so yeah even even uh last week one of my friends who uh was from italy was like this is crazy they're shutting everything down and i was like well you know they should just press pause yeah. if they want to stop it you want to nip it in the butt without any extra problems just stop now you know especially with big events yeah absolutely but uh, did you see the video of the guy online telling telling people he was healing them of the coronavirus oh, through God, the tv no. Uh, that was an interesting one. Is it like those videos of the people in church where the pastor heals them and then they like start speaking in tongue kind of thing? It, it was a famous person. Um, hold on. I'm going to do something here. Yeah, what's up with Tom Hanks? Look this up here. Oh, yeah. that's. Is he like stuck in Australia now? Don't know. Not sure. I heard that he, he tested positive for it. Yeah, him, him and his wife. And they found out while they're in Australia. But now there's that travel ban, right? So I'll be curious to see if, you know, if they're stuck down there or what. Yeah, how do you get back? I don't know. I've seen a lot of people on social media that were out of the country, and they were, like, hurrying up trying to get back here before that shit kicked in. I couldn't imagine being, like, what do you do? You're caught over there for a month? <laughs> yeah, then you really can't work. You really can't pay your bills. You really can't, you know. And I don't think... Say you're caught in London or you know England. I don't think they fucking care about your financial status. Okay, so here we go. Conservative televangelist Kenneth Copeland told viewers of his ministry ministry's program that they were healed of the coronavirus disease as he prayed while asking them to touch their television screens and receive the spiritual healing. Is that the guy that's on late at night? I'm not sure. I've been up painting late a couple nights and the tv's just been on random and i get a couple of them online sermon things <laughs> they're interesting <sighs> that uh, that takes things to a whole new level you get a guy on tv saying that he's healing people of the coronavirus through their televisions yep i don't even know what to say <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't even know what to say <laughs> oh, what my buddy used to say. If you believe that lie, I got a couple couple acres in Wisconsin to sell you. <laughs> Man, I don't know. And you know that people are listening to that Absolutely. buying into it because he's on TV. People are giving that guy money. Some of that shit's on TV is not, I don't know. To me, it's not a religion. It's a cult. Oh. Next, next stop is... Uh, in the woods with cups yeah. of Kool-Aid. Well, especially when you're telling people you can heal them through your TV. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun to uh, come back to this episode and listen to it like by the end of the year to see where everything is. Because I think – so here's my prediction, and I'll, I'll even go longer than a month out. I think this is going to affect us for the rest of the year. I think at least until it's gonna take that long to finally get it under control. Yeah, I think September. Are they anywhere near like a vaccine or anything? No idea, no clue. Um, yeah, I, I would say August, September. This is gonna directly affect this until then. I don't doubt it. It just seems like at this point nobody really knows, so it's like everything's put on hold for two weeks because i think they're just trying to see if you know they can kind of corral it all but it's just like that i mean hopefully i'm wrong hopefully they come up with a vaccine of some type tomorrow it's like poof it's gone yeah everything's back to normal that would be nice nobody has to worry about shit but then it's like if they come up with one are they going to have enough of the raw material to actually make enough to spread across the whole world and there's that too i would think so you think so yeah i would think so you hear the that chinese billionaire donated uh all the masks and a bunch of stuff to the u.s pretty fucking baller that's cool yeah tell you what it's a good time to be a medical supply company that's for sure (laughs) man oh man but aren't they saying those masks are pointless some of them are. Mo- actually, most of, from what I've read, most like of the paper those ones, at yeah. least. Yeah, if they're not completely suctioned to your face and they, it doesn't have one of those filters, mm-hmm. it's it is pointless. But I mean, you still your eyes are still susceptible. You know, right. one of the things I read said that it can survive in the air for up to three hours. I don't know if that's true or not. But what's the point of a fucking mask if somebody sneezes or coughs and gets carried into your eyeballs? Right. Well, you know? yeah, I've even read too, like. You have to have to shave because facial hair can actually cause the seal to not be 100% complete. And Damn. so then that's an issue as well. So here's a good one. That noise that everybody probably just heard was a text message from my father, who I'm supposed to go and work out with tonight. He don't want to go? No. He just got a notification that all the Lifetime clubs are closing at 8 o'clock tonight. Holy shit. This is so strange. Yeah, I mean, my uh, adult <laughs> hockey league, they finally canceled it. We had a game. When did I play? Sun, sun, no, Saturday. Saturday we had a game, and they're like, yeah, we want to stay open and finish it because the season's almost over. Mm-hmm. But now the issue they're running into is all the state-ran hockey rinks or city-ran hockey rinks oh. are closing. And so there's only, like, a few private rinks out there. There's probably more than a few, but it's like, so now – they're trying to get ice time from them rinks. So, but then I'm sure some of them are like, "No, we're closing now too." And it's funny because nobody comes to these beer league adult le- adult yeah. games, and so we're like, "Oh, we don't have to worry about that." And then there was like Saturday, there was a bunch of fans in the stands. I'm like, "What the fuck is Whoa, going on here? Nothing else going no, on. We're the only the only ticket in town, baby." <laughs> Holy shit! So here here's the other thing that I'm noticing. So. We can look out the front of the shop here and see University Avenue, which is a main line here in Minnesota for traffic, especially around this time. Right now, it would be considered prime rush hour on a Monday. Uh, I can see outside right now, usually 
at this point in time, traffic would be stopped all the way down University, and it would be hell trying to drive. And right now, traffic is moving totally fine. Yeah, there there is half the amount of people on the road right now. We got yeah. You think all the students that aren't at school, college, and, and C- state workers, yeah, city workers, yeah. I mean, unless they have to be out and about, but even then, yeah, Kelsey, her uh, college, they basically gave them another week of spring break, but I think it's just for them to get the online portion ready, and they'll just finish their semester online. So, yeah. It's it's nuts, man. I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot more things moving to online stuff after this. Yeah. You know, just or or at least, you know, that being one of the, the systems put in place, some kind of online thing for everybody. Or maybe offer portal. more classes each semester online. Yeah. Just to keep the, the classroom sizes down. It's definitely gonna encourage people to wash their hands a whole lot more. Yeah. <laughs> the dirty birds in the world. All you dirty motherfuckers <laughs> out there. You know who the fuck you are. I see you guys not washing your hands in the bathrooms at restaurants and movie theaters. The post office worker this morning, she kept like scratching her eyes and stuff. She's like, oh! God damn it, I gotta stop. She goes, I just sent a memo out. She goes, but it's so dry in here, I get itchy. <laughs> so there were like a like a paper towel like you'd get out of the brown ones out of the dispensers that you mm-hmm. move up and down and she's like rubbing her face to scratch oh, her then i'm like oh poor lady oh my god <laughs> uh yeah yeah i really hope uh this isn't as serious as some people are making it out to be and i hope it's over and dealt with faster than what i think it is going to take um i, I at this point i'm personally kind of it's business as usual yes i'm being more aware of what i'm doing but at the same time i i can't let it completely stop and affect everything i'm doing in life because unfortunately i just don't have that luxury especially as an independent contractor yeah um i can't afford to not work i can't afford to most people cannot right most of us can't I and mean, see that's that's kind of where i think the I'll feel the pinch because if they start shutting shit down for people that are working and they're, you know, salaried or hourly and they're not getting paid, then it's like their kind of expendable income shrinks, which means, you know, maybe they don't have room for that tattoo this month or next month, which then that shrinks for me. So it's. Yeah. It could get real bad real fast and it's. What's tough is none of it is in our control. You know what I mean? Nope. So it's. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, if uh, if the listeners, you guys, have any thoughts on this or predictions, we are very curious to hear. Uh, so definitely send us an email with your thoughts or predictions yeah. or if you've had any experiences at your your place of work or life uh we want to know we're we're very very curious as 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 artists and doing what we do we definitely don't get out much that's for sure what i like the most is going online and reading is you're getting everyone's kind of personal perspective for like once i i feel like you're getting like everyone's kind of out there 
telling you how they're being affected by it and of course then you get people that go on there and try to tell them that they're wrong but it, it's like yeah it like it's one of the people i tattoo owns a bar and they were kind of talking about how they're they could potentially be you know losing all this money especially if it goes to take out only or whatever they're planning and and then people are jumping on there and like oh yeah well this is for the good of everybody and this and that and it's like yeah you're right it might be but at the same time you could be you're ruining somebody's life on the other end who's running this business so it's i don't know it's interesting to hear how everyone's being affected by it and kind of you know what everyone's take is on it it's crazy yeah definitely is um i feel like it's mild crazy right now but it could get fucking crazy crazy (laughs) (laughs) i don't think it will you know i've 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 heard one or two people talk about better go stock up on ammo this is it this is it's all gonna come crumbling and it's like okay i think maybe you just want it to come crumbling down potentially uh but i don't think it will i mean well then it's funny because all those people that the ammo people, they're the reason that there was the fucking ammo crisis to begin with because they're all going out buying 22 rounds saying that they're going <laughs> to cut supplies on 22 rounds and it's just, I don't fucking know. It's the ammo people versus the toilet paper people. Yeah. Well, and regardless of what the commodity is, if you're going out and buying loads of it, you're going to, you know, fucking eat up the fucking stockpile so then course there's gonna be a natural shortage so then you know you have it all and then when everyone runs out of the stuff they have and then there's nothing left in the stores and it just multiplies the amount of people that want it and need it so it's fucking we do it to ourselves you know perpetual madness <laughs> yep <laughs> we do it to ourselves uh, yeah i'm trying to think of anything else that i can add to this i'm just i'm i'm pretty fucking flabbergasted by everything you know i mean it's it's hard to believe that this is actually happening you know one thing that i really respected is some tattoo supply companies will still not sell to the general public um workhorse irons they uh had like an influx of people trying to buy the medical masks from them Mm. and gloves and because i'm assuming like the other sites are running out and so they were doing google searches and then they were popping up that they had it in stock so just people like the, were trying to yeah the tissue masks yep. okay, yeah yeah and they actually made a post saying we're not gonna sell to the general public still they most likely know better you know it's not gonna help wearing one of those right. tissue masks right at all and i'm sure they're probably like there's actual tattooers who wear these when they tattoo and we'd rather have them have it than yeah some people that are just gonna sit on it for fucking eight months and never wear them again or wear them at all no but I appreciate that. I respect that, you know. They're really good about that. They always have been. Seems like they always will be. Because, I don't know, there's probably other supply companies out there that will sell to anybody. And they're just like, fuck it. Get but the I money. Mean, you get Amazon and eBay. Well, even like painful pleasures, they'll sell to anybody. They don't care. If they don't so, ask for a license or anything. Nope. They actually have like three different stores within their store. They have like general public and then they have like if you're a tattooer and then they have like if you're a business shop owner the prices are different in all three but they'll sell to whoever 
I don't know. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still kind of... It still kind of baffles me that people are, like, trying so hard to keep equipment out of people's hands. And it's like, it battles. It's like trying to put toothpaste back into a tube once you squeeze it yeah, out. Yeah, it's it's done and over with. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, uh, yeah. I think it was National. They finally made a post, God, six months to a year ago. Um, National Tattoo Supply. They were, like, strictly artist only, but they finally said we have to sell to everybody now. Otherwise, we can't even stay in business anymore. So. And how long have they been around for? Fucking. That's Ever? A, that's a good question for Jay. He'd probably know, but forever. <laughs> forever, ever? I think they were putting on some of the original tattoo conventions, weren't they? Man. Somebody told me... Because they used to have the National Tattoo Convention, if I'm not mistaken. You know what? Let me uh, let me look this up here really quick. And I mean, they were supplying powder pigments forever. I think you could still buy powder pigments from them. Let's see here. I got to imagine they're one of like the older, older, oldest supply companies. Spalding and Rogers are still around, I believe. I think you can still buy stuff from them. So they got a lot of heat. Um, National did when they posted that they were going to. But at the end of the day, if you still want to be in business, sometimes you got to adapt to the changing times, you know? Yeah. Yes, Balding and Rogers is still going strong. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if they make machines anymore. But I know they still have, like... I think you can still buy that Huck Spaulding tattooing A to Z through them. They just uh, re-released the uh, Supreme Sandcast tattoo machine. I still want to get a Spaulding and Rogers machine. I think they're cool. The original mold. Them chromed out babies. Yeah, right? <laughs> the Puma Quick Change or the Chrome Reaper. will get you home, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's for sure. Do you know you can date those machines by the colored sticker that's on them? I did not know that. Yeah. Certain years had, like, red stickers, and certain years had, like, yellow stickers. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The sticker they put on yep. the side that said Spalding Rogers? Yep. Yeah. Different, like, decades or whatever, they use different colors. I found that out. I was like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. You can still buy the, uh, they've got the power supplies. I think you can still buy the bare frames from them, can't you? I'm not sure. I'd have to dig through their website here. I'm trying to. I think you can because I went on like a internet dive of looking for like raw frames that you could just build out yourself, and I think they they had them on their page. You could get them because oh. I think I seen the Puma Quick Change on there. All right, I'm checking here. Tattoo kits. There you go. And outfits. That's kind of sad too when Icon stopped the uh, Green Monster tattoo kits. Used to be able to build them. Icon Tattoo Supply had like a. Their machine was called the Green Monster. And you could buy like the kit where it had everything you I needed. I remember that. Yeah, and yeah. you put it together yourself. Yes. Yeah, they don't do that anymore, which is sad. That was a cool looking machine. It was a cool green color they had. Here you go. Old style 
unplated Supreme frame. There you go. Yeah. 75 bucks. There you go. Oh, the lightweight quick change. Oh my God. This is what I had. I had one of the quick change frames. Get you on 70 dude. bucks. Wow. Get you on to build it. Man, that's so tempting. Go down memory lane. Oh, that's so tempting. <laughs> you got the next two weeks off. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, shit. Uh, oh, I do know somebody that bought uh, four tickets to a Guthrie play. This is this is real. I know this for sure. They bought four tickets to the Guthrie play. Which play? Uh, I don't want to say. I don't want to say any, any more than... Just what I'm Because I got the hear. email of a new one that came out that it was like a, oh god, uh, a new Shakespeare twist on an old play, Shakespeare comedy yeah. one. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, um, four tickets. I think it was a little over four hundred dollars. Ooh, they went down low deck, front row. Um, nice. Yeah, nice seats. Yeah. They canceled the show less than twenty four hours before the Guthrie canceled it. Yes. Okay. Supposedly it was less than twenty four hours. They did offer a refund, but the Guthrie also pushed you can donate your tickets back to the Guthrie. <laughs> so basically, you're yeah. just going to say, nah, we don't want, we don't want. You can just keep the $400. Yeah, you can keep the $400. We don't even need to see the show. That's they interesting. That. They have, they can be as bad as some churches because like you'll go see the play and you'll come out and it'll have like a, a collection box if you want to donate which i get because i'm are they private uh i'm not sure i know i know i do know that they work off of like donations and charities a lot um to kind of fund their stuff the guthrie yeah yeah okay um but yeah it, at some point it's <laughs> that's a little, little it's, a, it's a little weird yeah I that's think. a little too much i think you know like, hey, we'll give you a refund, but you can just donate these to us. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't offer to, like, give them different showings, but then that could be hairy because then you're trying to fill in seats, and then their seats might be worse than what they had. So Yeah, who knows? I mean, even with um, – so I was going to surprise the wife with a, a no, you aren't. birthday concert <laughs> at First Ave. Oh, yeah. Yeah, canceled? They got canceled. I haven't heard anything back on a refund or anything. They're just tell like, her that's what she gets for snooping. You, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, 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 the, the, she comes at me and she's like, uh, "Are you bringing me to the show for my birthday?" I'm like, "How the fuck did you find out?" <laughs> was not anymore. <laughs> yeah, was not anymore for sure. So surprise on the surprise. <laughs> no, it was. I know she was probably pretty bummed gotcha. out about that. I've been, I, you know, I've been trying to find a way to bring her to see this person for three years now, which is fucked up because it's like I know the the, the person my wife likes. Her name is ZZ Ward. Okay, and it, it yeah, for about the last three, over three years, I've been trying to figure out how to bring her to see her live in concert. Does she never come to Minnesota? Yeah, really? I just I. It's just been kind of weird. Like she was here once before, but it just, the timing totally yeah. did not work out. Uh, we had just came back from a trip, um, but th this was the time where I was like, "Oh, holy shit! This is going to work out perfectly." And it's her fucking birthday month. It's awesome. So I'm I'm jazzed. I'm pumped. You know, it's like I I brought her to see Tool. I brought her to see Slayer. You know, and she's had an extreme amount of fun at those shows. But th this was this is the one that I knew like she'd really yeah. jazzed about. 
you know, and that she ruins the the surprise for starters. So I'm like, ah, oh, whatever, no big deal. She still gets to see the show, but then it's like canceled. Hashtag thanks Corona. Yeah, but I even even with that, I haven't heard anything back about the tickets, a refund, I think or anything. They said sixty days. Really? They'll give it to you. They'll have it refunded to you by or okay. something like that. Yeah, they're not going to be timely. Let me just say that. No. I, I wouldn't think they so. I wouldn't are. expect it. You know, I wouldn't expect they it They never either. are. But. I always wondered, like, why it doesn't work that way. Like, I have to give you the money right away, but you can't give me the money back right away? Yeah. Like, <laughs> how about I order these tickets and I'll give you your money in 60 days? Does that work? <laughs> Probably not. Pay on delivery. Yeah. Well, that's what you get for, you know, you buy early, you get a little bit of a discount yeah. versus buying at the door. I think it's like three bucks or something like that. I got to imagine all these artists whose tours are happening are just getting feeling Because yeah. if I'm comedy, not mistaken, comedy shows. artists make a lot of money off their tours. Like that's where they make most of their money. I would assume so now since yeah. nobody's listening to, you know, cassette tapes or CDs. Right. Yeah, from what I... From now, I know traditionally the record label got like all the CDs and all that money, pretty much, and then the artists made their money by touring. Yeah. So. Well, hot damn! You have anything else to add? No, man. Yeah. Again, um, we would love to hear your thoughts on this, uh, whatever they may be. Yeah, weigh in. Definitely, please, please weigh in. This is going to be interesting to look back on. You know, I mean, hopefully, when we look back on this, it won't be in some underground city because the Earth has been nuked because Raccoon the city. fucking coronavirus <laughs> mutated into flesh-eating zombies or some shit. Because uh, I mean, I I really enjoy hot showers in video games. I told my buddy we were real quick. We were. Uh, playing that new call of duty mm-hmm. and so i was on with my buddy and his cousin <laughs> i keep i told him like every day i wake up i think it's gonna be like raccoon city walking out <laughs> and his <laughs> my buddy's cousin's like man i've waited so long for that I'm like oh my god get out of here uh, and then i think he's, he's, my buddy's like bro you're too fat now to even be chasing zombies i'm like yeah <laughs> Uh, well if you made it this far into the episode and you haven't turned it off yet uh we appreciate you listening this is kind of just a little filler episode we actually do have a guest coming up this thursday in a few days yeah it won't be released till next week though but uh he is a local tattoo artist yep and we're gonna keep you in suspense until then should be good should be a good episode do you want to plug anything else um no, no. I, I hope everybody uh, stays safe and washes their hands, and hopefully shit gets back to normal sooner than later. Yep, yeah. Um, if you want to give me a follow on Instagram, michaeltejeda.art, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-T-E-J-E-D-A.art. But, yeah, that's all I got. Ooh, uh, are you going to promote that dice game? Oh, yeah, dice game, 100 bucks. Get a roll. Um, if you don't like the design that comes with it, another 20 bucks you can re-roll. Doing them, um, God, I don't know, what are they, palm size? Something like that? Some, Yeah, most some are, are palm bigger. size, some are bigger. Yeah, some are bigger. I don't think any are smaller. But color, black and gray, whatever you want to do. I highly recommend the dice game. It's fun. Um, yeah, it, if you want to stop in and check out what the designs are, definitely. Yeah, it's a good opportunity to get a, a piece by a very, very, very good artist here 
Or even if you want Adam to do it, he'll do one. Don't ask me. You don't <laughs> want me to do that. It's not. I suck. I He's checking out for two weeks. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, yeah. Cool. Again, thanks, thanks for listening, yeah, everyone. Thanks for listening. High five, motherfucker. Oh, you wash your hand? Dirty Possibly. fuck. <laughs> I might have tinkled on it. <laughs>